0: Welcome to another episode of Downton Gabby, hosted by the Downton Abbey Second Season Auxiliary Viewing Society. We are here to discuss what was a bit of a sad episode of Downton Abbey this time. I am Brandy Sperry from Seattle.
1: I'm Rachel Horwitz. I'm in Oakland. Uh, I'm Teresa Schechter from Brooklyn. And I'm Shannon Bowen, also from Oakland.
0: To record yesterday, like we were planning, and it was actually a bit fortuitous because the big announcement on Twitter today was that next season Shirley McLean is going to play Cora's mother, which I—I'll admit I was a little bit floored and and taken aback at the idea that the um the trend might start for famous people to weave their way onto *Downton Abbey* because they're fans <laughs> of it. But no one can deny the awesomeness of Shirley MacLaine. So, I don't know. I'm torn. What do you guys think?
2: I just thought it was really, I thought it was really, really stunning, and then I got really, really excited. Cora's mom!
0: (laughs) Oh, I love the idea of exploring Cora's backstory, for sure, but the fact that they're casting someone so famous in the role feels like a big step for the show.
1: She's going to go up against Maggie Smith, right? The yes. battle of the mothers. So you need yeah. someone. Yeah, you need someone seriously fierce to, to you know, because Mrs. Crawley has been pushed out. She could not, she could not ultimately stand up to the pressure of the Crawley family. Matthew's mother.
3: Yeah. yeah. And I think you really need a strong actress with a lot of experience, too, because Maggie Smith is such a strong actress. And sometimes I feel like she's driving the scene and, you know, maybe with Cora, who is not so good of an actress. And then it just kind of drops. <laughs> you know? Yeah, what? if we if we I
2: don't,
0: the... I don't know if I agree with the statement that she's not a good actress. That was the woman who plays Cora, but
2: that's been Shannon's thing. Throughout, <laughs> and throughout
0: I think
3: kind of pouting pouting is not yeah. acting guys yeah
2: Teresa roots for Edith Shannon hates Cora the actress but right. I I think if we in the colonies could gift make people dames she, like Shirley MacLaine's the closest we would have to a dame
0: yeah <laughs> oh oh yeah it would, oh she'd be right I would be like her and Lauren Bacall we'd be like bowing down to them right yeah um I'm wondering, and I'm I'm angry because I don't think you can do a search on IMDb like you used to be able to do to see if two people have ever been in anything together, which is what I'm trying to do right now with Maggie Smith and Shirley McClain, because I, I'm i not thinking of anything they've been in together. But Whoa,
2: rarely does the internet fail us in this way on this pad podcast.
0: <laughs> I know, Wait, but... there let mean, me search. Okay, yeah, Teresa's <laughs> is is better, really better at it than I am, <laughs> but... Um, I do love the idea of the two of them having a bit of a showdown. I don't want it to be, um, like, the same kind of showdown that Isabel and her had. Like, I don't want it to tread in stuff they've already done. But I love the idea that they probably already have a backstory. You know, there's probably going to be all these veiled comments back and forth about things that happened 25 years ago. Right. (laughs) And, uh... Uh, yeah, it could be it could be pretty great.
2: I think it's going to be really snotty. I think they're going to kind of poo poo on the Americans and and be like when they're when the you know the family is at its most snotty and snobby about their class. I think that'll come out. You know, with her which is in
0: interesting, because there's only they only make comments about Cora being an American once in a while, and it's usually just in the context of, like, you wouldn't understand. It's not necessarily meant to be condescending. It's just in that English way of being like, unless you're English, you wouldn't get it. Um, which is right, condescending right. towards everyone, not towards just, like, her in particular.
2: I was just thinking, on a side note, you know what we definitely don't do? We don't. Make people dames here. What we do to our esteemed actresses is we start Facebook campaigns to get them on Saturday Night Live.
0: <laughs> oh my God. And we should start that for Shirley McLean today.
1: Done <laughs> and done. <laughs> you know what I love about this? That she is Martha Levinson, wife of Dry Goods Magnet. Uh, <laughs> what? Isadora Levinson, and I don't—I haven't quite figured out whether Martha is as Jewish as her husband. Oh yeah, the Jewish part, the Jewish part. So I think they're gonna have to deal with that, with the Jewish thing. Did Cora think- have a bat mitzvah?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if so, please God, let us get a flashback.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's just. <laughs> Hava, Nagila, hava.
3: <laughs> but here's the thing what's going to be the situation that brings her to downton that's what i'm curious about that what's going to be the storyline that brings her
0: uh she's going to want to see her grandchild i bet oh somebody, somebody will probably be knocked up her, that's my prediction her, her great-grandchild <laughs>
3: yeah her great-grandchild or someone dies or someone gets married. It's got to be one of the three. Marriage, yeah, death, and sure baby.
0: I mean, but don't you think we'll be headed in that direction by the time the season is over? There will be some sort of, like, you know, on the horizon, the next generation, or something like that, you know?
1: down to the next generation. <laughs> yeah, because season three is taking place in the 1920s. So I don't know what that means in terms of a leap forward in time.
2: Do you guys feel like they name drop Famous writers and authors and cult- and painters of the time. No. I love in I love in Titanic. It's a terribly <laughs> written movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm going there. Yep, I love in Titanic. Titanic when she's like that Picasso. There's just something about his artwork.
0: <laughs> no, like, they they haven't done that. They've been more into the like historical stuff than than I mean the like events in history than events in art. It seems like that's true. That would be funny.
1: You know what Shirley MacLaine is going to be like? Speaking of Titanic, <laughs> the the woman Molly Brown, the yeah. character Molly Brown, played by Kathy Bates on Titanic, uh, just yeah. like telling it like it is. She's got lots of yeah. money. She like, doesn't. Listen,
0: care. I got new money, but it spends as well as yours does. Kind of a thing. <laughs> exactly.
1: That could be
3: really interesting. Having mm-hmm. a more say it like it is sassiness on the show. That could be really fun.
2: That's what I think. Like when I we were tweeting about this earlier today, and I told you all that I think she's gonna get to town and be like, Cora, wipe that pout off your face. You've become you've become so soft laying around here. We're American bootstraps. Yeah, I. I, I she just says that.
0: bootstraps at the end of every sentence. <laughs>
2: bootstraps. T. Bootstraps. <laughs> you know what I always say? Pull up your bootstraps, Cora.
3: I just want to know if the pout is genetic, you know, if she's going to show that as being related to Cora.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the ent- end of that
3: topic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Crickets. Okay, so Matthew's condition. I think this was the real shocker of the of the episode. Matthew returns home from war. He has no feeling in his legs. The doctor solemnly informs Lord Grantham that there can be no children, no anything. Mm. Ugh. Or, or as as Jezebel crudely headlined their story when Matthew Crawley's Dick broke
0: uh,
3: uh. I Just wonder, is he a virgin now? Is he gonna die a virgin. <laughs> God, I never oh, you know, I,
0: I was I was kind of thinking the same thing.
3: <laughs> did he because have he like a too... did he have a female
0: Turk ever visit him or is this it?
3: He seems too valiant and he respects women so much I it's hard for me to imagine that he would, you know, see a prostitute, even though that was very typical in those times.
0: Yeah. I I, I that seems very out of character for Matthew.
1: So thinking. wait. The entire line, the entire Grantham line is now dead. And you're worried about whether Matthew's a virgin.
3: Well, you know. You're going to have to find in. a
1: chimney sweep heir. Like, the heir is going to be a chimney sweep. Well, well, maybe
3: he can just get his head out of his ass and make Mary the heir. And get over this chauvinistic. It's the
0: law, Shannon. It's the law. Oh, you yeah, get
3: around it.
0: I the keep Intel forgetting there's
1: ladies.
3: There are <laughs> ladies who
2: get how to run the house and do have a direct bloodline. Mhm. Mary would be such a kick-ass heir.
3: She would. She's awesome. She would be. He was yeah. born to do it. And you guys, this person loves her. You know, Carson I mean, loves it, her. yeah, she gets it. Okay. She, you know.
0: I don't know if this counts as a spoiler since it's history, but I read somewhere that people are kind of like, <clears throat> sorry, what's going to happen? Because in real life, the law does change in the 20s sometime. Oh, so it's well, maybe that's like, what they're... Is we're that's... barreling towards a time when all of this is not going to matter anymore, so long as Lord Grantham doesn't die before like 1925 or something like that.
3: I wonder if that's because so many men died in World War I. Oh,
1: interesting. I don't
0: know that. I don't know that. That's really a good point.
1: Poor William. Oh, poor William. That whole opening
0: Uh, sequence. Okay, let's talk about the opening sequence a little bit because it's like
1: very dramatic.
0: They're so scared going into that battle. You know, it's very hard to watch. Mm -hmm. And then we get these flashes to to Marion, to Daisy, which I find the flash to Daisy sort of fascinating. Like, Uh. someone walked over the grave. Like, uh, what is she thinking right there exactly? Well, I do
3: think it's interesting because they have been you know showing it that he's into her, but she's not that into him, but then by her having this psychic connection, then it is alluding to that maybe she really does love him but just doesn't know it yet, or something
2: that was kind of soapy to me, you know mhm
0: for sure well i, I kind of like those moments when Navi like dips into its own melodrama and admits like. Things are going to get crazy here. We're just going to go with it.
2: So I was really just floored by the Matthew situation. I had no idea the show would or could go that dark. And Mm -hmm. it was really unsettling for me to have a character like him. I mean, I just really like him as a person. And a lot of the show revolves around him being the heir, not being the heir. Who does he love? Who's he going to marry? um and kind of hanging out with Lord Grantham and being buds and this is just it's so depressing
0: mhm and probably like i don't know the moment when he is basically like get out of here Lavinia like scat like you can't be around me anymore is so tragic
1: but i i find all this nobility is also kind of insensitive am i wrong i feel like they're so like every time they do something quote unquote noble they're basically, like, just saying fuck you to somebody. What was the – there was something last week – help me, ladies. There was something last week, too, where someone was being really – oh, fuck you, Mr. Bates, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course it was Bates, yeah. Yeah. Of it's like Matthew's just being mean to her.
0: Well, there's always this undercurrent of, like, oh, I – Dear woman, I know what is best for you more than you do, so therefore I will make this grievous decision to crush your happiness because it's better this way, you know?
3: Well, I also think we live in a time now where people marry for love, but people really didn't back then, and it was about children and property, and so... You know, I think he's thinking of it in that way for her too. Like marriage is, you know, a vehicle for you, and you're not going to get part of the deal. (laughs) You know,
2: Uh it's a lot of pressure to lose your ability to have children. I mean, the guy went from being kind of a nobody lawyer, and all these years he's gotten used to being, you know, the lord in waiting, basically. And now I think it's it's like heart, it's heart crushing. Soul crushing, like his whole future is up in the air, and in addition to that, he I mean he had a pretty bright future. And now it's like this weird awkwardness, like, cool, you're still the heir. Awesome. Yeah, I think you that's know.
0: a great point to remember that I didn't really think about the first time around, is that it has been six years since Matthew found out he was the heir, and being the heir means you're supposed to have a kid to pass it on to. I honestly wasn't thinking too much about that the first time around. I was mostly just thinking about them romantically and feeling sorry for Lavinia. Right. No, I didn't really want them to marry in the first place, you know? Because I was like, no, he's not supposed to be with you. That, That's... I mean, there's a lot of layers of emotion going on for me as a viewer in this, in this episode. <laughs>
3: well, And also, this episode, they play with your heartstrings, because not only is he basically dumping Lavinia, but then you see Mary just become like this mature woman taking care of him and it's just it's so beautiful and loving that you know i felt like i'm rooting for mary and matthew more than i ever have but then i also kind of like lavinia and i feel bad for her situation and i just felt very distraught in both love lines
0: and the scene where lavinia kind of confesses to mary what's going on and and mary realizes what you know she hadn't thought of before about the children Great acting and just devastating scene I think and yeah I'm I'm 100% team Mary as far as just her growth as a character and how she does nobility better than any of the men do right
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh you guys the dowager in this episode she is on fire
0: I love her. She is, yes. I, I like this shine that she has taken to William and his dad. And I wonder if she, you know, in that heart of hers, she's she's very sad to see a family that's, you know, so tiny. <laughs> and, she, she, you know, they only have each other.
2: She seems to get pretty mama bear about, you know, the servants in the house. Like, when push comes to shove, if they've worked for her, if they're
3: in her kind of universe, in the house,
2: you know, then they're, like, they're, they're blood
3: my God. Her on that telephone was maybe oh. my favorite scene
0: ever. <laughs> Hello, shrimpy. It's odd violent. <laughs> Is this an instrument of communication of torture?
3: <laughs> so I, with the Dowager taking this shine to William and, you know, we saw her do that with Mosley earlier. It makes me think that, I don't know, if she lost a brother in a war or maybe she just, you know, lost some children earlier because she is very fiercely protective of these only children and it it just feels like it's got to be motivated by something i wonder if we'll ever know
0: yeah I, I wonder if we'll get a little bit more of her backstory as well i would love it
3: it'd be great to just do a cheesy flashback of her like in her <laughs> 20s i'd love it I'd <laughs> it <up. laughs> flirting with the staple
1: boys <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's amazing as a who would pro, who would play young violet
3: oh god i mean they would i'm have just to thinking just, of nicole like... kidman but she's like <laughs>
0: no. they would have no. to just like cgi some of maggie smith's old movies
3: oh <laughs> yeah like benjamin button style so i guess we should talk about the wedding
2: oh yeah oh. so awkward
1: Daisy confuses me. I don't really. I, I I've now decided. I think that Daisy is just really superstitious, and I think she's worried that like William's ghost is gonna haunt her or something. You think she wears an amulet
3: underneath? <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: She doesn't get the greatest dialogue while she's protesting this this William marriage. It's all very like, but I don't love William! Oh my god, there it is! It's not really like, it's it's not really in depth, you know? It's just yelling the same thing over and over again while everyone else is pressuring her. And I feel bad for her. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that William doesn't have to be humiliated on his deathbed and learn the truth. But I definitely feel bad for her.
2: It's pretty damn morbid to marry a guy who's about to die. That's it's that's pretty intense, heavy stuff for a kid or a person who acts like a kid. I have no idea how old she is. <laughs> I,
1: no I think she's yeah. young. I think yeah. she's young. But it is morbid. It's all kind of creepy. Like the bed oh, decorated with flowers. Yeah, I and... thought that was creepy too. Like very Miss H- Mrs
3: Havisham or something.
0: I don't <laughs> know. <She's Yeah>. really <laughs> Kind of creepy. Oh. <laughs>
1: Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, can I just say that I, oh, I don't know. I, it, this is difficult to admit, but I don't really care ahead. about William. This is a safe. This is a safe. Oh, time.
0: you don't. I don't. You're I don't not i you are not going to miss William. William on the show.
1: William was just so much cannon fodder, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> I don't hate him or anything, but But I don't
3: love him either. But I don't
1: love him.
3: (laughs) But I don't love William.
1: Okay, now we need to talk about
3: Sir Richard. Yeah, the best part. He lays the smack down on Vera, which (laughs) finally, you know, I mean, Bates is really good at, uh, you know, paying her off, as we've seen. Yeah. Why now, he's attempted to get rid of her. (laughs) I got
2: this, babe.
3: I got it yeah don't even worry about it nothing
1: so i love how she's told this whole story to richard and he's like oh so now you expect me to marry you and she's like fine i'm a slut now will you help me very matter of fact he's just not he's just not gonna get to her she's like i need this done yes i'm a slut okay Yeah, she's
2: still, she's not even, I thought, I kind of expected, I thought she was going to be a little bit turned on by his power. Like, I thought she was going to enjoy more, I'm going to tell you something, but I really need you to help me. And she might view his ability to help her as a little bit more, you know, I don't know, attractive or something. I thought that was her whole attraction to him, is that he does, he can take care of biz like that.
3: I think her whole attraction to him is just convenience. She needs to marry somebody. But yeah, it was a little sad that this was the moment that they could have bonded over. And to Mm -hmm. see that it was still so cold, especially when she's being so warm to Matthew, it just makes it really apparent that this is not good.
1: So I know that we normally have our regular fuck you, Mr. Bates um, portion of the show, which I think has become a fan favorite but i think <laughs> this week we need to talk about that douche branson with a special <laughs> fuck you branson segment yeah
3: what, for what, once what? Bates did not piss me off that much but branson come
0: on Ugh.
1: so tired of him
0: he's very smug right uh, yeah oh, he literally. just
1: he just is always devaluing
3: Sybil, you know and i love i love her comeback like Just because we don't look like we have emotions, don't think for a second that we don't have them, you know? Zing.
0: Yeah, he acts like her not wanting to gossip about her sister is just like, oh, well, okay. And she's like, it's my sister? How can you forget these basic facts?
2: All of that interaction, you're just like, really, are we still doing this? Because clearly if we're still doing this, these two are meant to fall in love at some point for real, you know? Like if they're taking this much Time on screen, and I, mm-hmm. I, the meaner he is, and the more rude, and the more he patronizes her, the more I'm just, I'm not into it. I don't even care about their storyline.
3: Well, especially since Sybil is being billed as this independent, strong woman, so it's like, why are you putting up with this?
2: I also think he deserves a little competition, you know. Like uh. I wish we could see a wealthy dude come and try to woo her and court her. And then see, you know, the sexism maybe of a guy, court of a courtship, of someone who wants a nice wife and to continue the family line versus this dude and his patronizing. Like, that that would shake things up a bit, but it's, I can't believe it's, it's all clear for him to just kind of do this to her.
3: Yeah, that's a really good point, Rachel. It does. I, I wish they would have competition. Maybe they could have a jousting match or something. <laughs>
1: Maybe they exactly. could have a drag race with their cars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, that. Yeah. It's and like Sybil
1: that. could stand there in her tight pants and drop a handkerchief. It's totally like hair Paula. Pants.
2: It's like that Paula Abdul Rush video.
3: <laughs> well, guys, I'm really excited to finally have an episode without Lavinia's
1: green dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lavinia. Lavinia. Yeah. Poor Lavinia. She was pretty she was pretty good though. She was pretty like She was like, I won't listen to this. This is
2: craziness. Yeah, that's right. I Me mean, I know it's not right, but for a lot of that I was like, just what like there's so much references to, you know, a prop quote unquote proper marriage and to be properly married and I just wanted her to be like, I mean, I'm I've been masturbating this whole time. <laughs>
1: Thanks for going there. I want to thank you for going there because I was feeling that it was very phallocentric, this whole obsession with Matthew's penis. Are you shocked?
0: Because it probably cut, like, directly to a Viagra commercial when all this was over.
2: (laughs) Oh, snap. You went there.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, we talk about penises in primetime, like, a lot. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's written
1: by a man, you know. Right, right. I mean, I guess they can't have kids, and that's really important. But the idea that you know, Lavinia can't have a satisfying sexual life—it's is... just bizarre. It's silly. Poppycock! Yes, he's got a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Poppycock. <laughs> he's got a tongue.
3: Oh. Yes. Well, I think this has been our most R-rated. <laughs> No, I'm loving all these. I'm loving all these Twitter accounts that are, you know, people writing like the characters. Like now there's Miss O'Brien's hair. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I'm I following a Dowager person and someone who's Matthew Crawley. It's amazing. I mean, Brandy, you should do Daisy for sure. But it's just recordings of you doing her accent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I- just do a YouTube video of me bustling about my kitchen, dropping things.
3: <laughs> oh my God! You need to make that. <laughs> well, we didn't talk about a YouTube tribute video, and I mean, oh. I think we'd have to do one for William and Daisy. But what would be the song? God,
2: that's so depressing, you guys. I
3: feel no, like I'd maybe it's just like I will I'd always like... love you. I will always not love you. Like you. Oh just my have God! To I've like got it.
2: Yours. I've got it. Ready?
3: If heaven
2: and earth collide, da <laughs> I'll follow you into the dark.
0: That's what I was oh. just going to say, Rachel! Oh my god! Perfect! No, seriously, right? That's a good one. So morbid. Death
3: Cab. So
2: morbid. You have to
0: it's have funny. Death Cab for those two. Those two sad sacks. You have to have some Death Cab in the background.
2: <laughs> William's like, Williams like, you'll follow me into the dark, right, Daisy? When you die, we'll be together forever. <laughs>
0: and she's like, Sure! Like,
2: It great to
3: just have the images of him looking hopeful, her her looking awkward, and then just have Mrs. Padmore staring at her intensely. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing.
1: Okay, I'm looking up the Daisy and William tribute video to see if there oh, is one. Oh, I'm sure. One.
0: There's always something, right? If we both thought of it, then probably someone else has thought of it, too. Hey, somebody okay.
3: quit their job just so we can get on this because these people are just... yeah. With With or without you with or without you that is, no
2: my not for them no that's, that's matthew really. and mary that's matthew and mary's song
3: i think yeah. there's been one for each you know couple on the show to with or without you i mean come on
1: people there's other yeah shows. that's lame okay fans we're waiting for your tribute video
2: yeah tweet Send them in yeah tweet them that? to downton gabby on twitter
0: Well, this has been another episode of Downton Gabby. Uh, Please send us any comments on Twitter at Downton Gabby or Tumblr, .tumblr DowntonGabby.tumblr.com or on Facebook at Downton Gabby. Uh, Pretty much you can find us anywhere with that name. And we would really appreciate knowing what you guys think about where this is going after this super dark episode. We We will see and we will catch you next week.